This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode five of Optimal Living Advice, the podcast where we take any questions you might have about the many struggles of life and get them answered for you here on the show. I am your host, certified life coach, Greg Audino. And today we're talking about the big one, the most obnoxious one right now, the one we all want to get rid of, but it's so difficult. Today is about that friend in the group that no one actually likes, social media. Got a lot of thoughts on social media, but whew, let's take a breath here. Let's just hear this question out and we will see what we can come up with. I'm really starting to see the negative effects that social media are having on daily life and productivity. What are some of the ways you might recommend to detach yourself from these networks versus quitting them altogether cold turkey? Yeah, social media has really been setting us back in a lot of ways. Uh, I think we're all starting to realize that now. Seems to me that it's an issue that many of us would like to solve, but don't really take steps towards solving. <laughs> and I think that's due predominantly to two things, which will sort of springboard uh, into my answer for you. One is that everyone is on social media. We go there to see other people. We do it because other people are doing it and participating in it. Staying on social media is due largely to a pack mentality. What this leads to is very little questioning as to the value it brings us or what social media does for us individually. We usually don't ask what purpose it serves us, if that makes sense. It's easy to blindly follow the crowd because the more that other people participate, the more reinforced it is as something that we too should join in on. That's the first thing. The second reason people don't really break free from it is because the very idea of that is just extremely vague. Social media and its effects just aren't measurable or concrete. Yeah, we can see it's getting in the way sometimes, but we can still function with it. It's not like a broken leg where its effects are very clear. So as long as we're still pretty much on top of what we need to do in life, we don't take the effects of social media seriously enough to make alterations. That is, of course, until they can't be ignored and they become severe enough that you're tempted to send in a question to an advice column podcast. <laughs> uh, no, I think this is a great question, a question based in mindfulness and a question that I think many people should be asking. So thank you. Thank you for bringing it to the table. The answer, though, does begin by sort of filling in the blanks of the two items I just mentioned. So the first thing I'd like you to do relative to the first item is strip away all the other people from social media. It's not very social now. <laughs> Imagine it's not really a fad and your engagement in social media is not influenced by all the masses. It's a decision you're making for yourself. When you put yourself in this scenario, 
what is the purpose? What value does social media offer you? This is a question we should be asking of all things in life, certainly something as pervasive as social media. Now, that being said, it can certainly have purpose, no question. Some people, like myself, find it a great tool for business and networking. Others limit their engagement to distant family members and see it as a way of keeping up with photos of relatives they might never see. But in most cases, social media is there to just fill in gaps of boredom and uncertainty. It's a quick distraction, mostly void of purpose and meaning. What's the answer for you, though? Whether you come up with a uh, worthy answer to this question or not, the real core we're trying to get to by asking it is how that purpose aligns with the time spent on it. For example, if going on social media is useless to you, then logically, uh, almost mathematically speaking, no time should be spent on it. That might be when you want to consider the deleting it cold turkey option. But if going on social media is, say, a specific relaxation technique, then how much time do you want to devote to that relaxation versus how much time you're currently devoting to it? The point is to first determine the value of social media and what amount of time from your day that value is relative to. This starts to blend into solving the second problem, the problem of how vague social media setbacks are and just how much they do impact our lives. And that's because time is measurable. So where is that time being spent and what is it getting in the way of specifically? And you mentioned that you're starting to see the negative effects of social media. What are they? How specifically is the time you're spending on social media interfering with you? Getting clear about these and having some sort of measurement for the effect social media is taking will most certainly make you more driven in fixing the problem for yourself. The more detailed you are, the more detailed your strategy to overcome will be. Let's consider some examples. Maybe the specific negative effect is that you're having trouble sleeping. Well, the most useful thing you could do is to maybe turn off your phone or computer an hour before bedtime. Maybe you're not as productive at work. If that's the case, you know, put your phone away in your desk or on the other side of your office so it's out of sight. Maybe you're arguing too much on social media. Set an intention each time you log in that you're going to offer three supportive comments on people's posts. You see where I'm going with this? Now, all that said, sometimes the effects are indeed less specific. Maybe what you're talking about is more long-term, like poor concentration in general, uh, eyes that are sore, or less time being spent socializing with friends. Rest assured, there are always helpful ways to trim the fat, like unfollowing or unfriending accounts that don't serve you, uh, logging in to only check notifications rather than scrolling, or setting specific time aside for yourself that you designate for social media instead of sprinkling it throughout your day. These are ways to generally decrease time on social media. And again, if you do become specific about that time, thus giving it structure and a hard figure to work off of, it's easier to decrease it. Say you check your phone statistics setting or screen time set, whatever it's called. I'm, I'm definitely not an expert on the ins and outs of phones, so and do not quote me on that because uh, it sounds wrong anyway. But so you check whatever that is called, and it's it says you spend an average of three hours per day on social networks. That's a great number to have because you can measure it against how much time you want to spend and use some of these strategies to steadily decrease that time. Yeah, quitting cold turkey can be hard, so why not go from three hours this week to two hours and 40 minutes next week, then two hours, 20 minutes the next week, two hours the following week, and so on. You can make ongoing alterations and use ongoing strategies to wean yourself off of social media to a point that you're comfortable with. 
but the most practical strategies to use start with you getting detailed about the role social media plays in your life. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, it turns out social media doesn't have to run our lives after all. The struggle is real, though. So, when it comes to things that do take such a stronghold over us and sort of drive the car while we sit in the back seat helplessly, taking a mindful approach like the one I hopefully illustrated in today's episode is of utmost importance. So, that does it for this one, guys. Uh, for those of you who would like to submit a question of your own and have it answered on the show, you can submit your question to advice at oldpodcast.com. Again, that is advice at oldpodcast.com. Don't be shy. Pretty much nothing is off limits. All right. All right. Have a great day, everyone. Really hope you'll stop in for the next one. Take care.